Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua, Gangsta Time Co. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? What's good, everybody listening? We got a quick week. I mean, we say that every week, to be honest. <laughs> but we would be not remiss to also introduce our boy, our producer, on the not ones and twos this week because he's on Discord as well. We are with Edgelord, Big News Brian. Yo, what's up, nerds? Hey, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, we have what seems to be a short week for us because uh one piece is on break uh we only have the four series i believe we'll do the monthly chapters that came out for boruto and dragon ball super sometime next week alongside world trigger so uh we're we're saving those for like a little bit of a new format there but um with that being said uh short week let's let's get into it let's not waste any more time let's get into plugs you can find me at the chris espinal on twitter and instagram joshua cole where can they find you at JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And at NY Chillin with an EN, not an ING. And that's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Brian? You can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming on Twitch, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yes. Follow him. Uh, you can follow the show itself. Follow him. <laughs> you can follow the show itself also at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, comes on every week after the official release of the um, Shonen Jump chapters that we cover, which is on Sundays usually. So check us out there. Drop your favorite uh, vote. And uh, we'll announce it here on the show. Uh, if you have any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about on the show, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Uh, that would be super cool. Very helpful, honestly. We could use some insight into what we can do to make the show better for you guys. Uh, and, or not, you can email us. You can. You don't have to email us. You can also comment on whatever video you're watching, whether it's the uh, full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week. Uh, so check us out. Comment. Uh, subscribe while you're at it. Subscribe, like, share, all the things. Uh, share us. That'd be very appreciated. Let us know that we exist. You know? Uh, I, if you prefer audio podcasts, we are on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there. And that's every single episode of the show. YouTube only has from episode 75 or so. And uh, every other episode is on iTunes, Spotify, whatever. We went through a whole copyright strike, as every anime YouTuber does. It's really the made man type thing for anime YouTubers. <laughs> anime manga <laughs> is being taken uh, that, was, that was nice. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> it, is, uh, it, it is how you get you become that guy, you know, when uh, Toei Animation and Shueisha... When, <laughs> when Shueisha comes for you. <laughs> but um, we're still here. Check us out. Subscribe. All that stuff. Uh, let's, let's not waste any time. Let's get back into the show. Drop the thing, me. My Hero Academia. <laughs> this is My Hero Academia, Chapter 341, the story of how we all became heroes, part minus one. Negative one. Negative one. It's very Bleach vibes. You remember when Bleach did like the whole negative chapter numbers thing? When they were doing the backstory of the Visoreds? 
The, I don't remember, but that actually does sound really cool. The turn back the pendulum, dude. That whole arc. Where Oh my god, that shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, okay, I remember that. That's not reminiscent much though. Yeah, um, let's get into it. Uh last we yeah. left off, uh All Might spilt his plan on how to deal with the League of Villains. Uh and you know, it's gonna be a basically a divide and con- conquer thing. Uh they're gonna try to split up everybody from uh, all for one in general, uh, mainly Shigaraki himself. Uh, and we actually start off with uh, a bit of a clean uh, story type of thing. It's not anything that we've been seeing uh, for the past few weeks. Uh, we open up on the home of uh, Himokot- Himoko Toga. I think that's how you pronounce the name. Uh, Himiko. Himiko Toga. As she goes over to her place and uh, her her place is all graffitied and looted and just broken, so people fucked it up. Uh, and I'm not. I, I think some of this might have been done before, like the um the the whole paranormal liberation war. But who knows? I mean, I was thinking the same thing. That it's kind of ambiguous. You could argue that it happened either before, or after, or some before, some after. I wonder if that was done on purpose. If it was left. Up to interpretation. I don't think it really matters. Yeah, it doesn't. But uh, either way, we get the point. Yeah, because Toga. Like. Yeah, Toga was already known <laughs> as like a murderer. So like, yeah, she was notorious. Yeah. Uh oh, I mean, this is like her childhood home. So this is where her parents lived, and uh, you know that's pretty fucked up. You see, like little graffiti's like uh, messages saying that like it's their fault for having her. You know. So I think like some of this is definitely after the Paranormal Liberation War, where everybody knows Toga is like a big wig in the League of Villains and whatnot. Um, so you know she's just going around her like now dilapidated house, kind of just bringing back some memories, um, remembering the times where she would just be in bed, just like biting herself and wanting to be like you know the things that she loves, like Kay, that boy that she murdered back in the day. Um, and all that stuff. And um, at the end of the day, she just thinks to herself, threw it all away. You know, as she stands in her bedroom where it just says vampire demon on her wall. Um, and as she leaves her home, finally, uh, Dobby is waiting for her in the window. And he's just like, mm, never knew you had a heart, nut job. <laughs> uh, Lord. <laughs> And he's like, are you sure you're ready for what's coming? And um, he explains that, you know, like, we're putting an end to this world. You sure you're ready for this shit, bro? Things about to get real, bro. Hey, are you looking real sense of this right now? <laughs> a little on the business side. <laughs> nah, he was, he was kind of trying. He was. He's a you because shit's about to get very real. Yeah. And that's just thing. I mean, look at where they're at right now. Look at the conditions. Mm-hmm. I would say shit is already real, so... I would say so as well. <laughs> real friend. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Dobby then just uh, burns down Toga's house, explodes it with his fire, and um, he's he explains that smiling is why we live our lives, you know? Um, so... Toga actually remarks that that was actually kind of nice of him to burn down, like, you know, a house that seems to house a lot of, like, bad memories for her. Um, and she's like, he well, we'll... That 
up. Yeah, bro. he exploded it. His playing pretty explosive. Yeah, is that that thing? Is that something I haven't really paid attention to? Yeah, there's always been like a bigger spark to his flames. Like they literally like explode out of him. You know, there's a lack of yeah. control, obviously, with Toga, uh, with not Toga, with uh, Doc. There's like a question aspect to it, right? It's very, yeah, that's that's actually it's actually really cool. Yeah, it, right. it's always been like it's funny because to just paint the fire another color and be like, oh, it's more, more intense. <laughs> but I like that. There's an actual effect to it. I think that's a really nice touch. Um, am I? Is it, it, am I? Is this like? No, 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 no. Old news. Like, <laughs> it is a little bit, but we haven't. It, it's been a while since we've seen Dobby do his thing. Never uh, too late to give someone their flowers, right? No, no definitely not. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Dobby blows up her house, is and she's like, "We'll get caught. Uh, don't do that. You'll get us caught." And he's like, "Caught? <laughs> Who cares? The heroes ain't got shit. You know, they're not strong enough to take us down now." And it's not kindness so much as twisting the knife more for endeavor. Um, yeah, I think he's just trying to be nice a little bit. Um, he also mentions that, like, um, you know, he'll be able to use it. Uh, and he, he explains that, like, I guess the prevailing theory is that the closer to her heart someone is, the more she'll be able to use their quirk when they transform. And one of the blood vials that uh, Toga has is a little collection, a little sample that Dobby managed to pick up before uh, Makia took them away. And it is twice as blood. That's cool. Oh, man. The, the return of the twice fans. This is, this is what y'all have been waiting for, yo. I'll be honest. I miss twice. I like twice. I like his design, too. That's also a thing. I'm so like twice. Cool. Twice had a pretty cool design. I liked him as a character. Um, I, I was really bummed when they actually killed him off. I was like, "Oh, he's, he's really gone!" <laughs> yeah, damn. Um, uh, so yeah, Dobby is basically will help keep that sad, sad parade marching. A reference to his like ultimate technique, which is Sad Man's Parade. Um, and um, yeah, Himiko just t- stares at the vial of blood, and uh, you know, they're they're getting ready to go. Um. Meanwhile, within uh, the All for One cave, uh, Shigaraki's going through it. <laughs> uh, he is like got tendrils out, and it's like shrinking. It's real gross, like fleshy, big expansions of gross shit, just like expanding inward and outward of the cave. Um, like that creature from the from that old ass horror film. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> um, and <laughs> you don't remember what it is? Come on. Get a- Wait, what? Well, I mean, there's so many movies that are like that where uh, it's like a blob. That would, the blob? To all the people. The, I guess. I don't know. There's so At many. The like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so many scary movie villains. Damn it, man. Well, like, hold someone in the comments. I'm, I'm begging you. Yeah. Please. Yeah, name all of the scary movie villains that go like. Yeah. Like just one of them, bro. I'm telling you, it's one classic one. Anyway, I'm sure it's a classic. he. He looks like a, a like a, a bunch of loose ginger. <laughs> like he does. How, he does. How, how we're gonna <laughs> you ever see? You ever see just like a big, like branching ginger root? That's what. Yeah, this yeah, is. yeah. That's what I know exactly looks. what you mean. Yeah. Uh, 
Chop it up a little bit, shave that shit down, boil it, get some ginger tea. Anyway, <laughs> no, you ever seen one of them ginger? It. You ever see one of them uh, ginger roots that look like a baby? Basically, there's like big ass ginger roots that have like little arm, looks like little arms and legs and shit. Oh yeah, it's like a little, it's like a little infant. Yeah, that's, a- that's what she yeah. like is. I don't see those too much. Yeah, he's he, yeah, he's a hot mess. Yeah, he's overgrown ginger right now, and. Basically, she, uh, Spinner's like, can't believe it. He's like, are you okay? And all for one's like, don't worry. He's doing great, actually. Uh, <laughs> he's recovering so well. Um, he's conquering the quirk doomsday theory, um, which I forgot which one specifically this one is. I know there's the singularity. Uh, Brian, I don't Brian, know if you remember it. That's one of the ones that he used during his fight with All Might. Um, that's... Hold on. I can't remember which one exactly that is, but it is one of his iconic ones. Look, it's a quirk? Yeah, it's a quirk. No, he says there's a quirk doomsday theory. Yeah, that's the quirk. The quirk is called doomsday theory. Hmm. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, what is it? What, what, what is the yeah, power? Can you, can you, like... He, like it, remember that thing that he did with his arm? Like it would just like bubble up and it would become like this weird big thing. Um, no. <laughs> Wasn't that the big punch? No, he turned his punch into like a like a spinning jet, and I don't know, <laughs> knocked out all oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. It's basically like the quirk of all quirks. Like that's the shit that's gonna be the singularity. Oh. Okay, so Shigaraki has the singularity within him, is what he's saying. When did that? All right, well, we'll address that later. I I mean, I think like they've mentioned that like all for one and one for all are just like two paths converging on whatever this doomsday theory is. Um, So, yeah. Dude, what? 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 Wow. Okay, I need to do my research. I don't want to hold (laughs) us up. Yeah. Anyway. Because of my. Uh, anyway, they actually change subjects. They're just like, anyway, <laughs> um, Spinner, you should know that like what the proportionate uh, proportion of villain designated criminals are. Oh wait, time on, time on, time on, time on, time I'm sorry, but you skipped this little box that's very important. Which one? He said he's still Shigaraki. Oh yeah. And the dude said, oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, Shigaraki's still in there, but he'd be lying. So who knows? <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's all right. That all right. Thank you. Because actually, I didn't know if he was like being genuine or not. He has to be lying because that was the whole reason Shorty's attack didn't work against him in the first place. No, yeah, he. I, I remember too. There's I'm like, sorry, like that wouldn't have been enough of an explanation. Like, oh yeah, he's still in there. He's still in he's there. Talking. He is technically in there. Like, no, that no. <laughs> He is, Ew, he, is, he is technically yeah, in there, but, not, but it's not, not enough of the name the bro. Yeah, he's basically 90% all for one um, at this point. Um, but yeah, they, they, Spinner doesn't even really get a chance to question him further because they change the subject and they talk about how... Immediately. Yeah, they basically... <laughs> they explain like, oh, uh, you should know... Uh, I'm pretty sure you know what proportion of villains or designated criminals are heteromorphs, which are basically like humanoidish, uh, 
quirk people, you know, like Spinner, who was like kind of a lizard man. Yeah, you got some big ass motherfuckers that look up to you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think um, I forget her, his name right now, but the tentacle guy, he's a heteromorph himself because he has like the tentacles. He's different. He's like humanoid, but like it's a physical alteration to his body that comes with his quirk. And I think it. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean you're an animal person. It means like your quirk. No, you some kind of a yeah. Yeah, your quirk takes a f- permanent physical manifestation on you. Um, in the form that's so derogative. That's what they say. <laughs> I mean, that's how it's you know, treated, basically. You know that, um, like heteromorph quirked people are basically like treated lesser than because they they look deformed is like what the general mm-hmm. consensus of society is. Um, yeah. What they deem beautiful and what's acceptable and unacceptable, you know. Yeah. Um, and they mentioned that, like, Redestro was kind of, like, bringing those people in to his cause, being a guy who was, like, working on just, like, kind of the freedom of the society and all that, and changing the status quo. But, yeah, exactly. The status quo that allows them to feel pressed and less than. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's in jail. Now they just the deformed messiah that yeah <laughs> this epic lizard i don't know i have no actual words <laughs> for this guy actually so i'm not gonna violate yeah i mean it's basically that um they they basically say spinner you're the new uh revolutionary kind of face for this movement essentially like people are naturally gravitating towards you because you're a heteromorph within this group of people who are actively changing the status quo and empowering through not so great means uh, people to do whatever they want to take revenge on society in one way or another um and spinner to his credit kind of sees right through it he's like he knows this is bullshit kind of uh but you know he's he's part of this he's in too deep now he's pretty trying to weaponize it you know, there's this movement that, yeah. that's going on. You want me to fucking manipulate these people? And he's like, I mean, I'm going to do it, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry for laughing earlier, though. I was just looking at this last picture. Oh, yeah. Of, of, and, like, just the bottom of his face looks like corn on the cob. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't stop thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, the page you're talking about is the final page, which is a two-page spread. <laughs> Of the heteromorph <laughs> villains all convening on an area. I guess they're all going towards the same place. And one funny thing is that one of the villains here is the mud man from the very first chapter. Um, that right? That nearly right. drowned Bakugo. That's a nice little touch. He's- oh, Bakugo is going to blow him up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to OD. He's going to fixate on him immediately. He's going to kill him so fast. Uh, uh Suck my dick. Uh, so that's where the chapter ends, actually. Um, so I'm uh, I'm going to throw it uh, to Joshua. What did you think about this chapter, my friend? Mm. This was obviously another setup chapter. So, you know, hype is kind of medium. It's, it's... I like when they focus on the villains. I mean, he, he always... Horikoshi likes to, um, you know, make it seem like there's, like, these two different, like, protagonist groups, you know? Even though one is clearly labeled villains in this stuff, I think, like, 
the the characters within it, like Spinner, Shigaraki, um, Toga, and uh, Mr. Flamey Flamey Blast and Blast Kid. <laughs> they're all they all contribute to the story. Even though, like, I get annoyed about certain stuff sometimes, um, I really do appreciate that we're kind of seeing their state of mind before, like, this huge fucking conflict goes off, which is important, and it doesn't feel as, like, I don't know, outline setup as it, as, as, as the rest of the chapters have been. I, what, I, what I mean by outline setup is, like, everything has felt very rigid and, like, here's this, then this, then this, you know what I'm saying? And he, he broke the mold a little bit with his classic style, focusing on the villains. I mean, yeah, what's the blue fire guy's name again? Dabi. Dabi. Yeah, he's an epic edgelord, right? But, I mean, I like the way he cheered up Toga to kind of like um, get him into gear. It's not like he was manipulating her, right? you know? He was saying like, look, like kind of reminding her what they was here for and what they fought for, which was a really cool contrast to what we've seen with the manipulation going on that you actually pointed out going on with Spinner. I didn't think about it like that. I thought he kind of was, I didn't, I didn't think he was like even aware of it because I felt like he didn't care, you know, but now I see that, you know, he knows that he, he could see through the, like you say, through the bullshit, but he feels like, you know, none of that matters because I'm, I'm still here to help out Shigaraki anyway. But I did want to ask, did he shift like his, his allegiance philosophically speaking from, um, from, you know, idolizing this guy, Stain, over to Shigaraki? Like, when did that happen? Uh, I don't think he ever stopped idolizing Stain, but Shigaraki's his boy, you know, like... Right, because of what they've been through. Yeah, he's still... I I think he's still definitely, like, Stain is his ideal, but, you know, he's on a team with Shigaraki right now. Um, But, yeah... I don't know, cause, cause he, I only, I only bring that up because it seemed like he was willing to go through with something he, he wasn't feeling. Which, in my opinion, that's not what Spin has been about since we've, since he's been introduced. I think um, that's, that's why he's probably the most interesting League of Villains character, in my opinion, because he's, he has morals and principles. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, more so than anybody else on that team. Like, like he's driven by that. That you know, when he 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 really, you know, ooh, how do I put it? He was inspired by Stain and um, joined a group of guys that he thought could change something. And I don't know. I just feel like this isn't in his character to just overlook something just to support his homie. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. This just thoughts I had in my head. Yeah. That's- Goes. I think, like I said, I think he's a uh, uh, a multi layered character, and this. I, I do actually have uh, like like a lot of optimism um, that Horikoshi is going to flesh out this character really well in the arc eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, in a mini battle arc of, of some sort. Right. Those are my thoughts. Uh, Overall, um, I enjoyed the chapter after a couple of reads. Yeah, um, Brian. What did you think? I know you you have thoughts. Um, I think Spinner has been getting a lot of character building for a while now. It just flies under the radar a little bit. Um, 
I feel like he's kind of the most human of the villains from what I gather. I think that's the thing that they're going for is that like whenever something's going wrong, uh, Spinner is the person who has somewhat of the morals. You know what I mean? Like he's the moral heart of the of the League of Villains. So him constantly having to doubt himself and now him being a leader to some extent, even though he probably doesn't want to be in that position. Like, just adds more to, like, his story arc. Like, he just wants to be a good friend, and he also wants to bring the world into a, a new world that he seems fit. Like, that he thinks is right. So, I really like... Sp- yeah. I like Spinner. Yeah. Um, I, I really like Spinner. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I, I want to say something positive, I guess. Like, uh, I know we've been, like, kind of harping on My Hero pretty pretty egregiously, I guess. Uh, today? Not today. Not today. This has been a lot of positivity this day on My Hero Academia. Um, I think uh, I really like this chapter, uh, and I think it's because I think you guys touched on it, but there was um, there's moments where, like, it made me miss that, like, one of the most interesting things to me about my hero academia which was how the league of villains had like this camaraderie you know like i like that they had this kind of like twisted bond together where in their own way they were just like very encouraging to one another and they really felt like they were in this together for the most part um that's why i think like spinner is like kind of playing along because at the end of the day he may not necessarily believe in all for one and whatever he's doing but He's trying. He's looking out for what he feels to be maybe a family. You know, like he's he's there to, I guess. Keep, one? Uh, no, he uh, Shigaraki. I guess. Okay. Like I'm okay. saying, Spinner to Shigaraki. He's there to be like, watch out for him more than going along with something for the cause. He's more watching out for Shigaraki, making sure he's good where he's at, and like. All for one isn't doing anything creepy to him, basically. Um, right. Yeah, these moments with, uh, like, again, like with Toga and and Dobby, which is a simple little moment. Uh, a little bit of kind of Toga just like not. I don't think going back to anything or regretting anything necessarily is just how much shit has changed since when she was just a kid and all she really wanted was to. Uh, be close to people but she could never really do it um but she found her way she found a way even dobby being like kind of bit of a super duper edgelord he, he had like a little bit of a, a sweet moment here where i think he reached out to toga because they've been together they've all been together since the beginning of the se- series they've been together since like this is essentially a year and a very intense one at that of friendship where they've only spent time with each other so I, I miss that part of my hero, and like I think it's not the fault of my hero, basically because the world got so much bigger very quickly. So you know things just change, you know where the where we couldn't get more moments like this. But I'm glad that Horikoshi set some time aside for the League of Villains, the original group, to kind of just have these little moments with each other, with Dobby and Toga's concern, and and Spinner's concern for Shigaraki. I think it's a sweet moment. As for the spinner stuff, I think you guys are right. Um, I think he definitely does have like he's kind of like the moral heart, as weird as it sounds, for a league of villains. 
because he's the only he, one with he's got something to stand on. My bad. My, sorry, no, I didn't you're know. Good. You're no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> he he's he, he he he. I don't know how else to put it. Like like, like I said, like he's really he's got principles mm-hmm. that he's ready to die for. Yeah, he's fool. That's what I think. Yeah, he's and also. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Well, as as misguided as it is, he is fighting for something, or he is trying to fix a very specific issue within society uh, that the others really aren't. Like, it's funny because I I think he's also the least criminal of all of them. You know, coming into it, Dobby was like an arsonist, psychopath at this point. Uh, Himiko Toga was already a murderer. Shigaraki has been rolling with all for one this entire time. But Spinner seems to have just like kind of joined the group somehow. It's it's very interesting. Yeah, when the League of Villains was formed, that was right after the Stain incident. And he just was like, fuck it, I'm ready to pick up this big ass sword. <laughs> and remember that shit? Yeah, the sword remember? with many knives. Get out of here. All knives. I don't know what the fuck is going on there, but... <laughs> That was a good. That was a cool weapon. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> it was so. But dumb. you know, um, I, I want to say this. Like, I really don't think that. I I I think that Spinner is the least developed character out of the whole uh, group of villains. He is the only person that, from my memory, that like didn't have a one-on-one fight. But even more than just having a one-on-one fight, like, he didn't have any, like, specific development on him, like, where maybe his principles were challenged by something that, you know, that that wasn't, like, such an easy answer. That maybe that just challenged the way he looked at things. We didn't have any of those moments, but I think that's coming up right now. Like, this is what, like, it's, like, I'm. that's how I mentioned, but that's, I guess, like, the real point I was trying to get to, like, um, you know, I don't. I'm not going to say he's underdeveloped because I feel like he, we know who he is and we know what he stands for. And that's been clear since the, the very beginning. Um, but now he's, he's right. He is right mm-hmm. for, for. Yeah. Already. Yeah. He's not under development. We just haven't spent a lot of time with him. And I, I think, think like, if I we're just go- think he's the least developed out of them all. Yeah. That's all. Like, as far as, you know, I think if we're, extra. if all might is going to, if all my plan is we're going to divide and conquer, I think they're setting up that Spinner's the first to go in terms of like who they're targeting first. But uh well, yeah, cuz he has passion and someone with passion that feels some kind of way and, and t- it goes into action. I feel like if he runs into heroes and he they able to have a conversation with someone that actually makes sense and, uh, and understands like Midoriya, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's willing to change it. It's not some silly bullshit because he has a goal in mind. If that goal could be met by working with the heroes towards a peaceful society, I'm sure he, in a heartbeat, would be like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Can we see Shigaraki, though? Meet where you'd be like, bro, that's been my goal. The whole time. I could really care less about everybody. <laughs> All I care about is Shigaraki. <laughs> I must save that little boy. That little boy. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about My Hero Academia. Um, I, I really enjoyed this chapter. I will say uh, this was the audience voted RGC for the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. And you know what? I'll toss it to it. This was also mine. 
I think. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys have any more thoughts of My Hero Academia. Hello? <laughs> no? Oh, sorry. You mute, you muted out there for a second. I couldn't hear you at all. Um, but yeah, okay. Now let us know what you guys think. Write in below in the comment section or email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the chapter. And I think without further ado, let's move onward. Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 172, Tokyo Number One Colony Part 12. Um, all right, with this one, last we left off, uh, the <laughs> Reggie and Megumi were locked in bitter and aggressive battle. Uh, to it's pretty much a battle to the death at this point. Uh, Megumi has activated his uh, d- incomplete domain, and Reggie tried to contour it. Counter it by dropping a bunch of heavy shit in it because he knew that Chimera Shadow Garden at this point is just an extension of his shadow and that Megumi is basically bearing the weight of everything within this domain. So he summoned a bunch of cars and was trying to crush Megumi under the weight of his own shadow. But Megumi countered by summoning the Max Elephant right above Reggie and trying to crush him with a giant elephant. And we. a very straightforward and effective strategy in my opinion i mean i would say so and it involves my boy max elephant one of my favorite summons in this series uh but we open this chapter with basically an explanation of how much force of gravity that uh a human being can take uh and the fact that a mature african elephant weighs three to six tons and because oh gg thanks for the math Oh, yeah. And because this domain increases Kurt's technique position, Max Elephant's weight has been shifted to a realistic three to six tons of weight. Um, so, yeah, Reggie's not having a great time. His, his like, right fibula and heel bone are now fractured under the weight of Max Elephant, which is ridiculous. That's it. That's it. That's- it's, this guy is the fucking Hulk, bro, or something. <laughs> he is an expert, my nigga. There's it. There's no going back, guys. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So there's no way he started doing this shit a few weeks ago. No. No, he knows this shit. Um I know. So basically it's a battle of attrition now. So we're both they're both just waiting for the other to die of I guess the under the weight of whatever's in the domain, but Reggie is now underneath a giant elephant. So uh, plans have changed. Uh, he's basically like trying to figure out what he can do to counter the situation, and uh, he starts to think, "What if? Okay, I can re-enter the shadow and activate the ace card from inside. But you know what? What happens? What happens if that thing just swallows me? Like the shadow just swallows me, and I'm just like stuck there forever. I don't know what it's like down there." I don't even know if I could breathe. Uh, it's not a good idea, probably. Uh, and what if he dies while I'm down there? Will I just be stuck in the shadow? What's it like? I don't know. I, that's, uh, yeah, I, would, I would just assume that once you die, the curse technique is going to be dispelled, right? Isn't that safe to kind of assume? I wonder. I, I, I get him just not knowing, like yeah. not being sure and weighing all his options. I can appreciate what Akutabe is doing, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like 
he's not gonna be trapped in the shadow realm yeah for, i mean you never know you don't want to take that risk and just be stuck in the shadow realm forever you know what you're right i guess i guess i wouldn't i'd try something else yeah so he busts out his ace receipt right now he's just like you know what fuck it i'm gonna use it and right as he's about to uh contractual uh reactivate whatever it is recreation he just sinks into the shadow anyway and he's just drowning in it because it turns out there's no oxygen buoyancy or resistance he's just falling into an endless pit and he's losing consciousness um wow so megami's just like still holding on to the domain because he's not necessarily sure he wants to make absolute sure that reggie's dead down there and um luckily he didn't because uh, Reggie just bursts out of the water on one of the cars that he summoned, I guess. Um, so he he gave the he, it turns out he burst out of the water. Yeah, he bursts out of the the water, I guess, and he's just like, "What water, though, bro? There's water there." Well, I'll bring it up again. Yeah, I'll bring it up again. Oh, the pool water. Just no, it shouldn't be the pool water. That's my point. But let's 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 wait. Let's wait a couple of pages. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So the card dispels after his uh, command. Luckily, he was able to. It, like, because he summoned this card, it's a recreation, so it doesn't really register any weight. So it just like floated up to the surface. I guess. I guess. I guess. And he's like, I admit it. You're strong, but I'm stronger. And then he summons a whole house, uh, drops it on uh, uh, Megumi. Uh, and as it's coming down, all you see the next page is he's just back underwater. And he's like, what? What What happened? Am I back in the shadow? And uh, he, he realizes like, no, wait, this is actual water. Um, and he swims out of it. And he realizes that like, oh, shit, I'm in the gym. And there's a pool in the basement level. So he basically, as the house was coming down, he fled into the shadow and ended his domain. And the house and himself broke through the floor into uh, the pool below. Um, so, you know, Megumi did a quick save move there. Um, did. Yeah. So, here's, all right. So, before we move forward, this is something that I need to figure out. So, pool is on. Let's just say for argument's sake. The, oh, okay. It says it right here. Basement. It's in the basement. Mm -hmm. They were on the first floor. Mm -hmm. He had the shadow covering the ground of the first floor, right? Mm -hmm. Right. As far as we know, it's just, you know, once you fall into the shadow, you're not falling deep past it physically. You're just in the shadow. It's like a separate universe for, you know, a pocket dimension for all we know, mm -hmm. right? So where the fuck did the water come from? When he first came out of the shadow, was that just how it looked when he burst out the shadow? It no. looks like water. No, there was water. I, I think he kind of. No, there's water. Unless, unless I'm kind of interpreting this wrong, or maybe he, maybe the shadow does cover a certain amount of space, and he dropped low enough that he was in the water area. So he, but like he said, he didn't feel anything. I don't know. Okay, don't so know. there is yeah, water. There is water. There's water there. Because Where? in the last chapter, you see that there's like, when he drops Max Elephant on him initially, there's just water. And I think that's the shadow. 
and he's using the, the cursed technique. The water yeah, I remember he's he said he mentioned that he's using cursed energy on his foot so he wouldn't get sucked into the shadow. So the shadow is like water, and he's oh, he's like using oh. jutsu, ba- like you know Naruto when they're like on the water. He's basically yeah, yeah, doing yeah. that. So it is like okay, water. that's how it manifests. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, this okay. That's cool. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, and th- there is like a bit of a clear difference of how like the shadow is displayed versus the water, like in the shading of the panels that he's in, like the shading yeah. in the water is a lot is a little brighter than the when he's in the shadow. But yeah, basically he's in real water now and he basically narrowly survived, I guess, getting a house dropped on him. Um <laughs> so it's not great. Um Megumi's like, well, your receipts are wet now, so you can't really use them like that. And Reggie's like, well, you know, the, the ink on the receipts won't immediately fade even when wet. So, you know, maybe I can bluff, kind of, and make it seem like these things aren't completely ruined. So at this point now, it's just a physical fight. No more fucking tricks because they're out of them, frankly. Um, they've countered each other too much with cursed techniques to do anything but try to kill each other with knives. Um Knives in their fists. Uh, Receipt fighting him confidently with his bare hands against someone with a fucking machete. Yo, Receipt Man is a thug. Yeah, I mean, I'll. Well, it was called well, partner, but it should be called gangster time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, he has earned that title. <laughs> no, no cap, no gas. <laughs> You got it, bro. GG, GG did your boy real good. <laughs> uh, we call that easy money, GG. So he's, <laughs> he's going hand to hand combat with Megami <laughs> with a fucking machete in his hand. Um, and he's blocking him and he's, and he's anticipating his moves too. Like he's. he's He kicked the shit out of Megami with his bare foot again. I mean, I don't love it. He's kicking yeah, Megami in the face. A lightning kick, like Chun Li. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I had this kid reeling, and he's a good fighter. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's he's a fighter. He's not mean. You know? Yeah, and Megami Megami's actually thinking that he's like, well, he's tough. After all, he withstood Max Elephant's weight, plus his right. reinforcement technique and martial arts aren't bad. Come on, not bad. Yeah, he said, "Come on, use it." And when you let up in that moment, and I think like Reggie's actually going for a receipt to try to use something, the next page, oh my God, is just the shoulder and Reggie's ear and like this, just the skin of his face, like not too deep, is just ripped off. It's not there. It's non-existent anymore. Uh, His shoulder and top part of his arm, like, yeah. yeah. You can see it's in the, it's in the shape of the wolf mouth <laughs> yeah like the triangle. <laughs> yeah it's like his jaw and yeah the jaw yeah, it's perfect reggie's like what speed he thought megami did this and then he turns around and he sees uh the demon dog the divine dog and megami is like that wasn't nearly enough to take out divine dog oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. i feel like brian said that i feel like brian was like the dog's not dead, and I feel like I, we was like, "Nah, it's dead. It's dead." I don't know. No, I don't know. If you guys were like, like, "The dog's dead," and I was like, "No, 
Uh, he had two dogs. I was talking about his how his shiki, his shikigami die mm. permanently when they actually die. So oh, that's what we were saying. Yeah, so it was one of the dogs. The black one, and he was like, "No, the white one died, and the black one's a new one." Yeah, I think it's the same. I think it's both. I think they're literally the same thing. No, they he died. So used it to transform it into the black one. Nah, there was two dogs in the beginning. <laughs> in the beginning of the series, there's two dogs, and there's only this one now. A- this is a stronger version. This is a stronger version than either of those two dogs, though, from the beginning. No, this is one no, of the dogs. Dog. It's the same black dog from the beginning. He it's- said it was love. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's gotten stronger, but it's still the same dog. <laughs> Combine them or something? No, right, it's just no. a dog. I'm gonna stop, guys. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna we'll look up. Look it up while I close it out. <laughs> At this point, Reggie's got got, and he knows it. He's just like. Oh, man. <laughs> he was waiting until I completely dismissed the dog. He says, a sorcerer is nothing but a con artist. So I guess Reggie's about to die. <laughs> Unless he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I would assume so. I would I would hope not. I like Reggie. I think he's pretty rad. <laughs> if if uh, Maki can survive her wounds, then so but can that, he. That's hard body Maki. That is hard body Maki. I'm not going to lie. Um, but that's where the chapter ends. I'm going to throw it over to Thoughts. What did you think, Josh? Uh, I, um, RGC. Oh, yeah. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. I feel like we got pretty in-depth with the fight, which was most of my thoughts anyway. But I'll try. But since we did cover it, I feel like I'll talk about something else, which is my appreciation for not just these two sorcerers, but just for all of the sorcerers and all of the combat in this series in general. Um, man, this is just real effort and patience, and just him to what I believe him really putting on paper exactly what he wants to convey. And that's not easy. It takes a lot of dedication and belief in yourself. And, and you know, it, I respect it. I really respect it. And I'm glad I can, you know, read it most weeks and, and enjoy it. I mean, we knew from the beginning this was going to be different. It had that vibe to it. But, man, he's he's not folding. You know, he's taking these opportunities and he's like surprising us. He's giving us kind of what we want, but also adding his own twist. I mean, this series has been on fucking fire. And the crazy part is, I think that he's not even like close to like top form. Oh, man. But I think it, and you know, these were the vibes I felt when I was first reading My Hero Academia, man, and a lot of other, like, really good series that I hold dear, like Naruto and... I'm not going to say the other one. (laughs) But there's others, like, you know, Zatch Bell or (laughs) One Piece. You know, there's a bunch of great... Say it. No! Because it wasn't good. After Early? You can say early. You can say Early. early. Early bleach. I'm a dog bleach forever on this podcast. That's something <laughs> I'm just gonna have to live with. On Jujutsu Kaisen, on One Piece, on One Shots, on American comics, on a lifestyle, 
on an activism podcast if I have to do something. <laughs> we raise up to the plate. I'm going to take shot at probably and use it as some kind of example. I digress. I mm. love this shot, though. Through and through. Well done, fight. I hope Reggie's not dead. I mean, you know, probably is, though. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to die, man. Hey. I mean, he was a good boss to fight. He was a good boss to fight. He could move on. You know, it's all right. He did his role. Maybe he could talk a little bit before he passes out. You know how it is. You know, these niggas survive a little longer than they should. <laughs> even though he's missing a whole lot. Yeah. You think Megumi's going to have some honor? Just, like, take his leg or some shit? Abs- what? Take his <laughs> what? leg? What you mean? Like this dog is just gonna bite his fucking arm off or some shit and be like, <laughs> you know, he's just gonna I'll let you live. Consume him now. What? What do you mean? Like I don't. Brian, he no, bit... like he's just gonna let he's gonna let Reggie live because he's so impressed by him. Reggie's jugular vein is non-existent at this point. He is. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think it's up to Megumi anymore. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's over. <laughs> Personally, it's up to God Himself. It's up to Tengen, Master Ten, whatever the fucking thumb man is. It's up to him right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think he cares too much for Reggie one way or another, so... No, Reggie, I think Megami basically resolved to murder Reggie at this point. He's like, I don't need your yeah! points. I don't need your points anymore. We got the rule that we wanted. You can go. Um, but Brian, what did you think about this chapter, honestly? I didn't, we didn't get to talk about it. Oh! Certified RGC! Certified RGC! Certified RGC! Could have been a, could have been a <laughs> fucking uh, unified, but I had yeah, to it. But you got caught up in my villain academia. Hey, I, I hey, you, bro. I'll always be hooked up on uh, my hero academia. That was uh, those that that was a golden age of uh, my hero. Um, but I like the, the wolf scared at Reggie with his whatever still in his mouth. <laughs> he said, "I got you, bitch." He's like, yeah. <laughs> I think this chapter was really good because it kind of opened up the world of Jujutsu Kaisen. Like these these last few chapters have really like showed that there's so much more to Jujutsu Kaisen than just the the school. Like there is a whole there's a whole group of dudes just like Reggie that are this talented, and they are not affiliated with. Um, with the 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 school, yeah. Like, just imagine the possibilities he could take with this series, like going forward. Like, this actually made Jujutsu Kaisen a lot less linear. Like, it's such an open story now because of people like Reggie and Higuruma. It's actually nuts. Yeah, he put on such a show with these characters that we thought we, you know, we didn't we didn't know. Obviously, you never know, but like. It could have went either way, where, you know, in most other stories, most authors kind of go out of the way to let you know that this is an important character. Mm-hmm. And it'll stick around, and if it gets smoked, it's a big deal. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Star and Strike. Oh, right? That's her name? Yeah. Mommy mm-hmm. Nobara, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they they proved it, that they don't keep people around in Jujutsu Kaisen just for your pleasure, your happiness. Gigi Tommy said, I don't give a fuck how you feel. <laughs> I don't care how I feel. He loved Nubara. There's no way. That was his favorite character. Dude, he I feel like he loved so many characters that he just he I feel like he weeps whenever he kills off. Like when he killed Nanami, 
he was like, <laughs> just trying it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's on his shoulder, like. <laughs> you had to okay. do it. You had to do it. They had to die, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> what did they, they Ain't no such thing as halfway. Yeah, halfway. Halfway. Uh, crooks. Halfway crooks. Crooks, yeah. yeah. Right. You can't. You gotta be a hundred percent, man. Yeah. Um I I can't I couldn't even remember that iconic line. Yeah. Mm, shame on you. <laughs> uh, dude, I mean I'll say this. I, I, I um I feel like I, one thing I really respect about Megumi is that as many as much as like people within the story actually don't find the Shikigami that impressive, he really sticks to his guns about them. <laughs> like Nobody's ever really intimidated about the Shikigami all that much. <laughs> but he really does just be proving people wrong with his use. It's just like, I, whatever. You got a dog? Wow, is that a whole elephant? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, literally, Reggie at some point was like, fuck your dog. I'm not going to. Right. Just stab that thing in his mouth and blow your bird up and. Toss the elephant to the side. <laughs> I don't really care about that shit. Yeah, so I respect the sh- like he's. It's funny he uses the the domain, which is the big cool attack in this series, is just a a conduit for him to use Shikigami more effectively, uh, and just like his other <laughs> techniques that he's been honing forever in a more effective way. I really, it's it's so cool how to you know how Megumi fights. And uh, this chapter really serves to bring out how interesting his fights could be going forward. Um, there's a lot of action in this chapter, so it's it all we commentate on really is the action because it's fantastic. But it it every fight that Megumi goes through is a little bit is like a, a baby step forward in just like his overall development as a sorcerer and just uh, his ability to manipulate the rules uh, of the world that he lives in. Um, and adapt to situations that are not favorable. So it's yeah. it's so cool. Uh, I can't wait to see what's next for Jujutsu Kaisen. Honestly, I don't know where they go from here. Meg, uh, Reggie da- dies, but you know, does he reunite with Itadori at this point? Do they go to a different colony? I think they have to face that one other guy that's at like a hundred points at, at right now. So that'll be fun. I can't wait for Maki to come back. Oh my god, Maki's gonna enter this domain and wreck. House, I can't wait. Oh my god, <laughs> who's gonna challenge her? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think the 49ers defense could stop her, bro. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. No way, Can't. Nick Ain't Bosa. No Get out of the way, Nick. It's not you. I'm Fred Warner. I'm gonna tackle <laughs> your running back. Fuck that guy, man. <laughs> Respect his play. Yeah. Oh, man. Is that right for one of this? I think Fred Warner. Fucking guys, man. <laughs> Red gold bastards. Can you guess what team Josh is on? It's one of the two that were defeated by the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't Sad Puppy Rogers' team, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it ain't Wet Golden Retriever Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> American exceptionalism, in, but sadness. Yeah, just hand. The most epic way to look sad. Yeah. 
He, uh, he thinks he's John Wick. I know he does. He 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 wakes up every day and, and looks in the mirror I'm before he brushes his teeth and says, "I'm John Wick." I am. I am John Wick. Oh, and the mirror to me. Right. He's the dog and John Wick in one. Hi, I'm John Wick. But you can't beat the 49ers in the, in the playoffs. I bet he has a jersey, one of a Green Bay Packers jersey with the word with the name Wick on the thing instead of Rogers. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I bet. And it's number 13 because he's bad luck. No. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Your bad hate bill from the, from the Packer fans. They salty as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, don't hate us, please. Uh, with that being said, I guess we should move onward, yeah? Let's go. Black Clover. This is Black Clover, Chapter 320, The Cause of All of This. Uh, last we left off, Lucifero has been summoned to the, um, to the, to the human world, much to his chagrin, apparently. Uh, he seems to be bummed out that he's even there. Uh, but he's got to handle business, I guess. He, he came to the human world a lot like I go to work. Just sad. Yeah, just so upset <laughs> that you even had to be there and people ask you things. Yeah, it's like, how dare you come up to me and ask me questions? Uh, but yeah, uh, the entirety of the great magic knights of the Clover Kingdom are up against Lucifero. Uh, and he's uh, done his fair share of ass whooping in the last chapter. Uh, but it was all a ploy so they could get Asta behind him so he could do a big old demon sword slash and uh lucifero dodges it very easily although he does get a little bit of his <laughs> he does get a little bit of his horn cu- cut off and he gets so sick he is like you filthy brat right i mean i don't know devil anatomy but i guess like the horns do something more than just he's there he's just he felt guy. that I don't know if he felt it so much as like, how dare you cut even a part of me off right now? Yeah, any part of of what? Yeah, you know, of my magnificence as a demon king. Um, he he and then he starts pounding him into the ground. Hold! Oh, he's stomping <laughs> him out. I didn't know. Yeah, he's curb stomping him, just like, like he caught him on the oh, block. Look at man, I didn't realize. Oh, is he dead? No, obviously. Because he gets <laughs> saved by the great magic knights. Uh, Mario Leona comes in, gives him a good old fire punch, and uh, Charlotte. Because nothing. <laughs> well, shut up, Josh. They're so strong. They're so strong and great. <laughs> he does a fire punch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he stopped stomping him out long enough for Charlotte to come in and whip him away with her vines. Oh, them up. I seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I so the dream girl is also there. So they're just like they they all just unleash their magic continuously. I guess to you know give Asta time to recover from the complete and total stomping he just took. Um, Jack comes in, does his whole cutty cutty. I'm a wizard thing. Um, he gets fucking just knocked aside as he's just like vanish. Vanish! <laughs> I was really disappointed. I thought he was going to actually be able to cut this guy, but uh, I, I guess not. I mean, nobody. He was able to- it doesn't make sense. There should have been something personal that happened between them. He should have been like, you. Whoa. 
Uh, you know what? <laughs> Time out on Asta, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I want to see that guy at nothing but man. Had he just pulled him apart, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that would have been kind of crazy. Here's what I'll say: I think like it's more powerful that he doesn't even care. He's just like, now that I'm really here, it's like what you did. You did it to Dante, really. I'm just yeah, insignificant. Yeah, I was gonna come here no matter what. But you know, fuck you, man. Uh, there's a cool little moment here with uh, Nozel. He he <laughs> currently has Asta, and he's just like, <laughs> but before the part where you're clearly laughing at, and I also laughed at as well. Uh, he's like, I a royal learned something from that peasant. Anyone who can fight, anyone can fight those who are far above them. And he goes in for an attack, and he gets particularly humiliated. Just smash. <laughs> he gets uppercutted, and all you see is like the wh- all white eyes that indicate, yeah, he's knocked out. He's KO'd. <laughs> he's alpha. He's not coming back to help. <laughs> he's done, done. Nigga said, nigga said, he backhanded him and said silence. He told him silence. Yes. Yeah, so Don't yeah, shut Yo, up. I remember that. Yeah, I mean. Oh, that was- what a he, moment. He's. He's like a fucking conservative, just dismissing all, all the logic and reasoning. And oh, I'm sorry, guys. We don't know. Get get out of my face. Masks don't work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get the point. Yeah, he's everything. Yeah, uh, and then these guys come up. Go ahead. Mario Leona and um, Fuego Leon come in with the power of their dragon salamander. It's just like the god of fire comes in. And Kench. Yeah, and they both punch him at the same time. Lucifero shakes that off. And he has uh, Fuego Leon by the face, just like, be quiet. You irritate me. And uh, he goes, I guess, after Rill. Rill gets stomped out <laughs> at the same time. He's of, of Fuego Leona at real <laughs> He beat him, motherfucker. That, all that. He beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker, as the kids yeah, to say. Uh, And he went to continue to curb stop Asta. <laughs> yeah, he says, now back to you. Uh, so he's about to bring down his foot of justice onto Asta for even fucking trying something. And then all he hears is just a splutch. And he looks right next to him. It's a fucking star. And you already know what time it is. It is Prince You Know Grimberial. <laughs> he pulls up and he's like, you finally owe me one, Asta. Uh, and Mimosa is also right there, who's the healing lady of the of the squad. So, hell yeah, dude. Um, cool. You know moment? Yeah. Um, I'll, uh, I, I'll, I'll, let's toss this over to thoughts. What did you think about this chapter, Joshua? Um, how do I put it? It was fun. It is fun. It was a fun chapter. It was, it, it's a lot of action that we <laughs> you already kind of detailed. Um, I I forgot all about you know, so it was kind of cool to see him at the end. I was thinking uh, all these thoughts. All right, I'll, I'll talk about that. I was like, "Yo, where were you, bro?" And then I realized what he said. 
And I was like, I guess he was hurt or something and was getting healed. And that's why he was like, thanks. Oh, you won. The last thing I remember him doing was shooting the big monster down. No. With Asta sent the oh, slash yeah, yeah. and then shot the arrow to destroy the rest of it. Yeah. He was far away. He came out and the gravity down to everybody. And I don't remember seeing you know. You know wasn't there. You know wasn't in the area. He was like farther away. <laughs> he was fighting Zeno. And like I guess his castle is separate <laughs> from the whole action. I don't know. He was far I away. Guess. That's how he was able to snipe the big monster from far away. Yeah, that's why he was Okay. Well I guess it took him that long to get there. Yeah. I mean he I... was probably also getting healed. It's not impressive. He was it didn't look like they were that far. I'll be honest, he was probably also getting healed. He was in the middle of a very character defining yeah. battle. That's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with he was probably getting healed, and that's why he was like, Good looks honest for absorbing all this damage. <laughs> so I can get ready to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um I wonder how this I wonder if he could hurt him with his star magic. It's star magic. Mm-hmm. Wind star magic? That's kinda cool. Yeah. That's a, that's a unique nation. Yeah. Um I I really like this chapter. Uh honestly, this is probably my second place. In all just yeah, funny man, this is uh, this is my second place too, but it's real close with my hero. Yeah. This was my second place. I mean, look, we had some laughs because Black Clover is what it is. But uh I love I what? really do like it. <laughs> you know, I, Black Clover they they I'm just saying it's okay. They own up. I, I feel like through his story, the, through his chapters, he just owns who he is. Yes. He doesn't, I don't ever feel like he's trying to act like son. He's not. Yeah. And you know you what? You could call that safe or whatever. I call it. I like it. I've enjoyed this shit from the beginning till this point still. Yeah. Even though it's <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, uh, listen, I've had my struggles. With Black Clover. I mean, accepting it for what it is. <laughs> but I've come around. I, I do accept it for what it is. And I, what it is is awesome. It's just a fun-ass shonen manga. And it has some deep moments. One thing I will... Uh, I, that I noted is that uh, I really... For a short-lived as it was, I really liked that little moment from Nozel When he was talking about yeah. how Asta affected him. And what he learned from Asta being that... You know... It doesn't matter who you are, you know, like you're never too big to be humbled, essentially. Like anybody could come for your spot. Even like a peasant like Asta, who has come for his spot and, you know, like has challenged pretty much everyone who he has no business challenging. So I I like that little moment and I do appreciate the, the respect that the Magic Knights have for him, which is well earned up to this point. He's done so much. Uh but yeah. Everybody's showing out. There's a lot I want to say about Asta, but I think we I should we should save that for another episode. Yeah, another chat. Definitely. Um, but I appreciated this. I love this cliffhanger. By the way, Sagan. He's one of my favorite protagonists, like top five. Mm, that's it. Uh, I, I can't wait till we go into that. Um, yeah. I also. I got reasoning. I'm I don't sure. Know how you're feeling, hey, but. I you know. I, you know me, my whole thing. I don't hate Asta at all. I just uh, you can't stand. I'm <laughs> I 
couldn't I'm stand him, but he's just a lot for me. <laughs> he's just on everyone's mind at all times, and he is the central, like the universe revolves around him too much, I think. But I feel like that's been less so over the course of this invasion. There have been characters that have gotten their shine, and I feel like this is a more reasonable stance to take you know in terms of like asta being kind of everyone's focal point because he's earned it he's done so much and he's accomplished so much up to this point so you know it finally feels earned is what i'm saying um that being said i also very much appreciate you know as a character and i believe i've said this before but i love how he is kind of a different uh take on the brooding secondary protagonist kind of guy you know because like the rival character who is always usually very um combative towards a protagonist and very like ice cold towards them but there's a lot of respect between the two and there always has been uh and you know not like a mopey guy he's like kind of just a chill kind of guy like kind of uh you can't really read him all that well but he has his moments he's competitive He's into it. He and Asta are very much alike and and different in in a lot of ways, and I appreciate that about him. It's a very it's the most unique thing, I think, about like in terms of tackling shonen tropes. It's the most unique thing it pulls off, uh, in terms of that that Black Clover does. Um, I agree. Brian, did you have that? I, Were you gonna say something? No, I was gonna say this is like uh. Like, the recognition Asta's getting is kind of like Naruto after he beat Pain or some shit. Like, the villain's yeah. like, oh shit. Yo, this dude's actually kind of real. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, He's actually kind of OD. <laughs> yeah. And my problem with that is that it came really early in Asta's career. Uh, it came, you could argue, almost immediately. But... Uh, <laughs> But, you know, I feel like now is the point where he's earned it. And that's why I can accept it a lot more for what it is now. But, uh, Josh, you had final thoughts? Lucifer got some long-ass toes. <laughs> he does. They're almost fingers at this point. All of them. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, also, I mean, Lucifero is just an entertain- entertaining villain. Um, because I think you touched on something last week where there's a lot of shonen villains that are like I'm better than you you're beneath my time and there is a little bit of that in Lucifero but it's not more so that you know he he's not like how do I put it he's not annoyingly smug about it he's like he's super entitled yeah but like not in a smug way he believes 100% with all certainty that everything is beneath him because he is the gravity. I think that's cool. I, I think that's kind of what it is, like, in, in, the, in the subtext. Oh, well, not even, yeah, the subtext between, like, what, what, you know, how he's been speaking to the characters and his actual ability, you know, putting, affecting everything, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Living, um, you know, material you know, molecules, you know what I'm saying, is one of the fundamental forces of nature. It is, it is, it is constant. It will be here before, it's been here before life, it'll be here after life, it'll always be around until the universe resets again or whatever. (laughs) Shake it. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, I think uh, where that comes from, it's interesting. He's like a direct antithesis to Asta, 
because he has made references to like Asta's magic is trash. He's he's like trash. He's magicless scum, and scum. He's the man <laughs> over here, and like he can't believe that someone like him cut off a horn of his. Um, I think he's like the uh, he's he is the antithesis of Asta. You know, always looking down on others, always feeling elite above everyone, all that shit. Um. Hopefully there's like a little bit of a backstory to Lucifero and um what he means overall. I think that's the only thing that's missing from Lucifero. If he's uh the final villain villain. And I don't know where you go from the literal devil uh besides I guess whatever decides the wizard king. <laughs> you know no, like So I don't know, but I I do like Lucifero. Jesus Christ and he's like it's been my plan all along. No, I should cry. Do you think? I don't want to see that. No, no. Um, Christians don't want to see that either. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. Hopefully, Bible source comes to assist the uh, Asta. Say that again. I said, hopefully, Bible source comes to assist Asta. <laughs> only if only. Um, but yeah. That's all I got to say about uh, Black Clover. Are you guys ready to move on? Yeah. Then let's uh, move on. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck Chapter 95. Skip it. Um, last we left off, Fuko just got bodied by um, this new character who we assumed was God, but I guess we're wrong. Um, yeah, we're wrong. Yeah, we're wrong. Um, <laughs> hey, we admit it when we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was God. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't blame us. We thought it was God. <laughs> Who else would it be? Who's this guy? Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, they're just like, oh my God, the wound is too deep. We don't have time to return to the base. And um, Andy immediately goes after Fuko, but he gets stopped by this new character who's like, you're even more destructive than I thought you'd be. And he stabs him with a bunch of stuff. Um... Blood needles, shadows, who knows, man. Um, all the negators come to Andy's defense. Uh, I think like the blood is swirling around him. I don't know. Like, do you know in that one panel where they're all like creep up behind? Yeah, yeah, and he's like got his hand to his chest. He's like grinding his the inside of him. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. And um, Juice doesn't even hesitate to chop off both of the heads. Hey. <laughs> that that did not get old. I'm sorry. It doesn't. Um, yeah, and it looks back like, what if he negated my power? You don't. <laughs> you don't know this nigga. You know what he does. And um, but that I guess she's been doing it for centuries. So it's a hard habit to kick. Yeah. Um. So they're just like, don't you see? It's useless. And like. This is a cool little moment where both of their life, like their decapitated heads are like yin yanging, you know, kind of a cool panel there. Yeah. As it lands on the ground and he seems to disappear into the shadows. Um, and it turns out that his negation is unruin. Um, and he mentions before he goes that, uh, I'm unruined, mortal. You'll see none of you negators unloved by God will be able to ruin my dreams. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Bro, who are you? Uh, right. Yo, mind, mind your business, you know bro. By God and us. 
You know that? You met him? Yeah. I don't know. If he's like a direct um, Under, subordinate of God, then that makes sense, I guess. But of a Christian Judeo God? Yeah, the Christian Judeo God, indeed. I mean, who else could uh, do such a thing? <laughs> I was going to say the thoughts to the end of Undead Unlock, but um, I, I thought of this right on the spot now, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to say it. So, um, I think Unruined. I don't know if it's a direct relationship between him and, and, and God, but just the ability himself, right? Like, he... Oh, no, it falls flat because he's unruined. And God... I was supposed to... Uh, I was trying to imply that he believes that God loves him the most because his ability ruins things, and that's what God does in this manga. Ruin every fucking thing, I guess. Yeah. From, from the protagonist's perspective. You know, um, but no, he's unruined, so I don't know how it really applies. Yeah, he I... can't ruin. What does that mean? We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> Way more overpowered than undead. How you get your 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 your, your quirk? No, yeah, unskilled. Your negate skill. <laughs> how you get your negate skill outclassed? I would be so salty. Yeah. I'm like, so you can add him more? Yeah. Man. I guess if he's like unruining things, then I guess getting your head cut off would would be like ruining your life. <laughs> so he negates that by not ruining his life by getting his head to the cabinet. Uh, yeah, just healing. <laughs> oh, vague. Yeah, it's very vague. Well, we will find out, obviously. Um, yeah, we will, we will, we will. It's really interesting, though. Yeah, at this point, everybody's just crowded around Foucault trying to do their best, and it's not looking good. Um, there's a... Uh, oh, intense. Yeah, so, you know, they're trying to figure out... Uh, Andy gives himself, like, uh, you know, makes himself into an IV to transfer blood into Foucault, keep her alive, and they're just like... Uh, Mui goes over to uh, Fang and uh, Shen is like, what about Fang's time-controlling artifact? He's like, no, it won't work. Uh, <laughs> so we spent the next few pages uh, debunking whatever <laughs> whatever you thought might be able to work. <laughs> it won't work. Uh, making the show, you know, it's absolutely clear. <laughs> that there's, there's no, no other option. Other option. <laughs> so, okay, so here's what happens. Uh, Juiz, I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate it, too. So you gotta do the work sometimes, you know? Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh Hui's uh I guess uh brings up the another option which is the quest reward. And um the what she means by that is the reward that they gain from defeating and capturing the seasons. This whole four seasons arc uh has led to this, that they're supposed to get a UMA after this, which is a rule added to the world. Um so, you know, they're like, okay, so this is a certain rule that he's she's experienced in a previous loop. When that rule takes place, the rules of death will change. So, whoa, uh, whoa. Uh, <laughs> so basically, there's no time to go into detail right now. In this world, living a living being's body is physical body ceasing to function is their death. But with this new rule, we can maybe yeah, that circumvent that. So. You know, they're like, uh, then Andy's like, well, what are we going to do? Like, what are we, 
that rule gets added in January first. So uh, we don't have that until then. And then uh, Huis is like, "Well, we'll just have to skip time." And then she looks up to the moon and is like, "Luna, let's make a deal. I'll transfer all my points over to these two in exchange. Send them both ahead a week ahead to the day of the quest results." And the moon is like, "Okay." <laughs> the next page is a big picture, a uh, big table of them on the moon. Uh, with uh, uh, an ethereal lady drinking tea on the other side. The the table is a union table, um, like they have sure. down on Earth. And uh, she says, "Good luck. May the graces of the moon be on thee both." And she teleports Andy and Fuko to the future to January first, twenty twenty one. And they're like, "Whoa! They actually made it here. Awesome!" And then <laughs> they. Make it just in time for uh, Apocalypse uh, to announce the addition of the new UMA Ghost, and that's where the chapter ends. Um, so let's throw it over to thoughts, Josh. What do you think? Do you remember this moon person? No. Do you remember talking to the moon? Do you know what those points mean? All those points from the the quest? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember anything to do with the moon. I could be wrong. I mean, please write in. If you do, our memories suck. But I yeah. don't recall really anything I, of the moon. So bad that I forgot to look it up when I meant to. But, yeah, I, I don't. This all came out of nowhere. I'm I'm willing to to think that okay she had points from the quest, right? Fine, whatever. And the moon person she maybe knew from before, and that's how she's able to get apocalypse and learn about everything in the first place. The moon person kind of seems like a singularity in this, in basically in a way that like as many times as the world like rebooted, she's probably just always been there, mm-hmm. you know, and. All and you know, obviously, Juice has been looping as well as aware. Obviously, Annie isn't aware because you know, only Victor is aware. <laughs> yeah, I so I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. But this is super interesting. So they're in, they're uh, they're introducing a Uma, and if and by introducing a Uma, it adds that a rule. Mm-hmm. And now that rule is that if you die, you don't die. Well, the rule is that once you're the the world as it was before this was technically your death stop your death comes with the complete ceasing of your bodily functions. The UMA being added is ghost. The concept of ghosts. Fuko's about oh. to become a ghost. It adds like a spirituality element to this whole thing where you can become a spirit. The idea of a spirit. Whoa. Wait, weren't there already oh. No. Well, what about the zombie dude, man? What zombie dude? Andy? He's not a ghost. Huh? What is he? He's a zombie. That's different from a, go- a ghost. What? 
implies that like there's uh, an, an ethereal existence within right zombie's a physical thing it's... yeah you don't you just don't die the idea of andy is that he just doesn't die in the first place to ever be compost ah. suspension of, of, of disbelief. do you not understand what uh, what i mean no i do understand what you mean. i do feel like it's a little contradictory what do you mean You know, it's not contradictory because if they, a zombie, all right. It's not about his spirit. It's that he died, but was brought back in, but his body was revived somehow, but he, now he's in corpse form. He's a living corpse. He's a reanimated corpse that has all his memories and feelings. No, they call him a zombie because, you know, he's undead, but he's not dead. He never dies. He never, ever dies. He never dies in the first place because he has a healing factor. It's That's what Undead about- is. Undead is, an inc- is like a... I'm not talking about Undead. I'm talking about Shen. Shen? Oh, Shen is a zombie. I thought you were talking about... Uh, I thought you were talking about Andy. You said Andy. I was talking about the fucking time. No, man. Shen. He died. That's what I was saying. It's kind of weird. Like, so, like, oh, so his spirit wasn't involved in that situation, but I guess not. Hmm. I thought that was a spiritual situation from Japanese folklore. It would be Chinese because Shen is Chinese. I, um, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. That's a good point, to be honest. I thought you were talking about Andy. I'm willing to get hung up over, though. It really don't make no difference. I think it's still super duper interesting. It's a kind of like out of the box way to well, I not guess... let her die. But still have her kind of dead. Well, here's the thing. Like, uh, I guess the power the the power system in Undead Unluck is very much based in semantics. So yeah, it, it really does depend on whether you conceive of ghosts as different from souls. So, I mm. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna, about to get into all that because that's a lot of pontificating. As uh, <laughs> <laughs> those are my thoughts, though. <laughs> Yeah, um, I uh, I do have I have some thoughts. Um, Well, I guess it's not going to (laughs) end. We're sorry for suggesting so, but you know, we've been reading Shonen Jump since we were very young, so we know the writing is on the wall when series feel like they're pushing towards something. And you know, especially kind of been the case for a few months. Yeah, every now and you know. Yeah. Right now and then. Yeah. So, you know, we don't want it to end ever, honestly. We love uh we love Undead and Luck. We just like kind of feel it. And um if we are going into a new arc, I'm welcoming it with open arms. I can't wait. I don't know what the fuck Unruins deal is. Um but yeah, I don't know. I guess like that's how I interpret it and that's how it makes sense for me, the whole ghost scenario. Is if you know, whatever however you feel ghosts and souls kind of like mix up it kind of makes sense but i'm not sure if i buy that which is such a good point that i didn't even think about is that isn't shen wasn't shen by proxy of being a zombie you know but that was a real specific situation that and they did mention it they said oh we can't do that with fuko because she has to be conscious so yeah obviously it was something separate than the idea of a ghost that's a spare. However, they're going to interpret it in the next chapter. 
Yeah, I mean, definitely they're going to explain it. Um, Undead Unluck is particularly um, very forward with its rules and whatnot. <laughs> so we'll definitely know what the deal is uh, as the series progresses. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, if Undead Unluck is here to stay again, so happy that it is. Uh, I can't wait to see what the deal with Unruin is uh, and this whole ghost UMA. It's been a while since they've been around the round table. So very glad about that. The moon thing is interesting, and I genuinely don't remember anything about Luna. So that might be explained, I'm sure, down the line. Um, I do like Luna. I will say that I I appreciate that this doesn't this isn't necessarily an ass pull because the idea of the UMA ghost has been in play from right when they started this quest already because you know they had to have this is had to have been part of the plan. Um, it was all by design, so that's really cool. It doesn't feel like a convenient way to get Fuko back. It's it's a really cool um, you know, mechanism, you know, foreshadowing. I like that. So, um, with that being said, uh, that was Undead Unlock, and that has been our show. Wow, wow, wow! Thank you guys so much for joining us here on Manga Tuesday at New Jump City. Uh, sure. very- Thank you guys so much as usual. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 uh, on Instagram. On Twitter, he's at NY Chillin with an E-N, not an I-N-G or I-N. So check him out on that. Uh, Brian is at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Follow him on twitch.tv slash It's Punchline. Check out his cool gaming streams. Murr. Um, brain <laughs> uh you can uh, follow uh, the show itself at new gem city on twitter and instagram and vote on the weekly really good chapter of the week poll uh letting us know what you guys is favorite chapter of the week is and uh we'll get uh we'll announce it on the show uh email sendujumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want to talk to us about whether it's feedback on the show uh or whatever uh or you can comment underneath whatever video that um that you're watching whether it's the full version of the little highlight breakouts that we make i never I, I i try to tell you guys to comment more throughout the podcast because i know we break these up and those are like the ones that people watch so i try to uh get people to comment there but please please keep keep commenting we've been getting a lot of commenters lately uh or a few so please keep it coming we love hearing from you guys uh and um, who knows? If you want, we can read them on the show. We can have a little bit of a dialogue. But with that being said, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, like, share. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts that you can take on the go, we are on every audio podcast platform you can think of, whether it's iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music. We're on all of those platforms. So check us out there. Uh, and I think that's it for plugs. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back fairly soon. Um, we have monthly chapters that we want to look over, give them their dedicated episodes. Uh, try to give that a little shot. Um, when world trigger comes out, which is next week, we'll come back with, uh, with a new app for that. But without further ado, thank you guys so much for listening and stay safe. New jump citizens. Peace out. Y'all thanks for listening.